PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. You guys want to do some shopping for your dirt bike, dual sport bike, street bike, mm, quad, spider. If you got a spider, they probably got stuff for you too. Uh, go visit them, RockyMountainATVMC.com. But before you do that, will you stop by KieferIncTesting.com, click on the RMATVMC banner, and then continue to live your life, do your shopping, and that gives us a slice of what you guys are purchasing and really does help us out. It actually does work, so thank you for the people that actually do it. I appreciate it, and uh, guess what? I do have an FTA code. If you go to fxrracing.com, there is an FTA code. You have to email me for it because I just can't give it out because it's such a great code that I just can't rip it off here in the show because you guys will abuse it, and I'll get in trouble. But if you guys want an FTA code, which is a sister company from FXR, uh, hit me up, chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and I'll get you that code. But if you want to do some new 2024 FXR shopping, KKMX35 is 35% off whatever MX gear is up on FXR Racing's website, so use that. And if you're a lady, you want a better deal than the men, I have one for you as well. Just email me. I just said the email. No need to do that again. Just email me, and I will get you a better code than the dudes and uh, having you looking fresh on the track. And uh, this guy needs some REP suspension that's in studio right now, so he should use the code KKREP if he wants to get his Kawasaki to to actually handle a little bit better because he's complaining a lot about it lately. And uh, I feel like he is a 350 rider, and if he had a 350, it would be even better to go over to Mark and the guys over at REP and uh, get his suspension done. They have knuckles, linkage systems, Special fork parts, uh, 6,500 kits, cone valve, track shocks, whatever you need, REP suspension has it. And uh, you can just go visit them over on their website as well as use that code KKREP and to save 100 bucks off of a revalve if you need it, which this guy in the studio, which we'll introduce in a minute, needs it bad. Mm. Hi. Hi. Don't. This other guy can't talk yet. I know. Big surprise. Big. Big. Uh, don't forget. <laughs> All of our sponsors here are great people, great products. Power Motorsports, if you want to get a new Yami, KTM, Cowie. New Cowie's coming. We're going to talk about that here on the show today. Works Connection, Lit Pro, Blood Lubricant, 6D Helmets. Kiefer 23 is the code to save at 6D. International Vet Motocross Association. If this guy was more on the West Coast of things, he would be uh, riding International Vet Motocross Association because they have long motos. And you can ride with buddies that are over 30 years old, so you know they're not going to just go slam you in the corner. And Dunlop Motorsports, Pro Taper, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Decal Works, the official graphics of Kiefer Ink Testing, as well as Pulp MX. Uh, Alpine Stars, man, holy shit, what some night. They had some sick 60-year anniversary gear on Chase and Jet at L.A. this weekend. We went to the party. We're going to talk about that and what was there, which was amazing. Oakley. Best goggle ever made. Take that. Polysport Plastics and, hey, guess what, Heather? 
Yes. You mind getting off that phone for a second? Uh, I'm fine. ETS Racing Fuels. How do we feel about ETS this week? You feel strong about it? I love it. You love it now? Well, I mean. How do we feel about MX-21 fuel? Uh, Okay, MX-18 (laughs) is the fuel to go to if you guys want to get some race fuel. MX-21 smells real good if you're a racer because us, you know, dirt bike dudes love that smell of race gas. But uh, US MX-18K2, it's a long number there for the fuel, but that is the fuel Aiden and I run in our bikes. And it runs clean, burns clean. Um, It's a little bit of expensive, but I'm working on a code for everybody out there. So get you some race fuel better than our pump gas that we have out here at California. It sucks ass. Yeah. Um, welcome, Dark Side. Now I can talk about you. What's up? I do want to correct something. Go ahead. I, I don't feel like I'm complaining about the Kawasaki. Oh, I just you complain. Well, I'm not because <laughs> of my own ability. I don't feel like a 450 is what I need to be on. Right. I, I did say the suspension's a little soft stock, but the bike's a good bike. I just don't feel like I can ride we it. We can talk freely on this show yeah, about motorcycles. It's not a bad motorcycle. It's not. It's actually the sec- my second favorite 450. Yeah, yeah, it's just I'm not good on a 450. And, again, the suspension's a little soft. But Why aren't you good on a 450? I haven't rode one in a long time, and it's just kind of... Is the last I, one you rode is one you wadded? Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. Some guy came up to me. It's funny. So, we're, so this show's all about mm. L.A. Coliseum weekend. As you guys know, big... Last round, the SMX uh, series um, was this past weekend. But we spent a couple days down there because there was a lot of functions, and I feel like you guys don't know the behind-the-scenes of what goes on before the races happen. When these you know, Southern California races happen, a lot of these manufacturers and these other aftermarket companies plan things for us media to do. So I thought it would be a kind of a, a different show to talk about what we did, what we seen, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I did not go the race because I was down there two days before, so Steve can suck it. Um, you didn't fly in until Friday, right? Friday morning. So Thursday was busy. We had a lot of stuff going on on Thursday. We had um, so the 2024 60th anniversary of the Yamaha. We had a YZ250F intro, which we'll be riding on Tuesday. We'll have a separate show about that, but we had a presentation on Thursday, and then we went straight from LA um, the presentation onto the track. Where we got to shoot the bikes, do some statics. Uh, Mike Ulrich and the guys at Yamaha, Steve Butler, uh, Tarkowski, Tarkowski. I, oh, God, he's going to give so many. Tarkowski? Just call him Stevie. Stevie. Stevie T. Travis was not there. Too cool to show up. <laughs> but we got he's to shoot that. it actually on the track, which was cool, at the LA Coliseum, which was rich in history from the sport, Olympics. Uh, I forgot they even had NASCAR there last year. I did not even remember that. They yeah. had NASCAR there? Yeah, they yeah. did. Like a short track. Mm hmm. Unbelievable. Inside there? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. They built a track inside, yeah. Yeah, Google it. Yep. Ugh. It's kind of like uh, Bristol. <laughs> Bristol, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bristol's a short track. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's true. Should have really... took my dad there. He, he probably went to that. He probably would. he doesn't fly. Mm-hmm. Um, probably so not, So, yeah, though. really busy time Thursday. Went straight from the stadium floor to the Alpine Stars. Um, anniversary. Yeah. There's another anniversary. Everyone had 60th, an anniversary. Wasn't it their 60th? 60th as well. Yeah. So... <laughs> oh, wow. Yamaha and Alpine stars sinking periods together, 60 year anniversary. That's cute. Uh, so we yeah. went to there. What what was the place called, babe? Oh. Um, She'll look it up. But, but we went to some really cool hipster uh, restaurant. They had a barber shop inside of it. They had um, a lot of motorcycle memorabilia. So it was basically like a, a motorcycle destination for people that ride street bikes or cafe racers or whatever. You go there. 
You can get a tattoo. You can get a haircut. You can get a shave. You can eat food. All that sounds awesome. It, it was actually really, really Wish cool. Wish I'd been there. Um, but a very hipster vibe-ish, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess so. Did you find it? I'm looking for it. Um, so we went there. That was a whole thing. And then Friday, we had to go back down and do um, what Yamaha was calling like a, a celebration for their 60th anniversary, but they lit us five media guys. So Keyfrank Testing and Racer X, uh, Dirt Bike Magazine, Motocross Action, Vital MX, and Swap Moto Live, five uh, guys. Some other media were pissed that they didn't get invited, which we should talk about that too. Um, to get a YZ125 and YZ252 strokes to ride with celebrities. And I'm going to let Heather talk about the celebrity thing. Bike because, Shed Moto. Oh, that was the place? Mm-hmm. So Bike Shed Moto in downtown Co. L.A. Bike, sh- Bike Shed Moto Co. Bike Shed Moto Co. So, again, that's where Alpine Stars had it. We're going to talk about that. But Friday, got to ride with some celebrities-ish. A lot of YouTubers. Yeah. Um, housewives. Husband? Is yeah. that what we say? Housewives of Orange County. Housewives Tamara of Judd's Orange husband, County. Eddie Judd. What was it? Eddie Judd. Who's the wife? Tamara. Oh, I thought you said Winona Judd. I was like, Ooh. no, Tamara oh, Judd. Okay. I met yep. that guy. Yeah. I mean, I get stuck watching those dumbass shows with you. Place looks cool. It is cool. Yeah. Um, Bike Shed Moto Co. So if you're in downtown LA, you're going. You're you see a shithole for a block. <laughs> it's a shit everywhere. Tents, homeless. Turn left. Then you find this little slice of heaven for, for people that ride two wheels. It's unbelievable. Like, we were driving. I was like, we're going to get killed. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we're like, oh, shit, there's an Alpine Star van. Oh, shit, there's more cars. Oh, shit, there's the place. And it was actually really nice. Yeah, it was really cool. It, these cities are so weird when you go in them because yeah. it just looks like a big shithole. And then there's hidden gems everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's people that <laughs> dogs were in there. Like, people had their dogs. Yeah. Was, most, most cities are that way, but I think L.A. is really is downtown dallas like that uh not as bad as here no there's definitely homeless and stuff but it doesn't look as run down yeah like even our airbnb was in a rural the ghetto well i won't say the ghetto it looked i I thought like ice cube and where were you guys we were not far off crenshaw in like in inglewood oh shit and i was like oh shit you know like where's easy where's where's where the you know boys in the hood (laughs) and we go inside and the place was beautiful inside i'll be down yeah so it's it's just it's just the way things are bars on the window no. Okay. You know no. who loves the city? We talked about this. Uh-huh. You know who loves the city, Dark? Who's that? Shorty. Shorty. Really? Shorty loves. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah, but yeah. Mama Bear yeah. loves country. Yeah. Shorty said, I would rather live in the city. Yeah. He said, so I funny. would not own a car. <laughs> I would own a bicycle and just cruise around. Right. He loves it. Yeah, I have heard that. Meanwhile, Jackie's on the tractor killing rattlesnakes. Yeah, and milking cows. cows. <laughs> Isn't Jackie your spirit animal? Yeah, I okay. love Jackie. <laughs> Jackie's, Jackie's a spirit animal. She's my spirit animal. She's uh, a badass. So we got to bro down with some YouTube, YouTubers and some housewives of husbands or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, I met uh, a guy that does road arena cross, but he does country music now or yeah, something. That yeah, that guy's cool the, as shit. With the mullet, yeah. Yeah, that guy was yeah. really cool. I met him. Yep, he was super nice. We talked. Got, got to ride a portion of the track with yes, those yes, guys. You yes, you did. We're going to talk about that. And, uh, Are we going to talk about what you did not do? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Okay. I mean, it's it's out there, right? It's, it's, it's out there. Yeah. It's public knowledge. It's going to be big topic tomorrow A lot night. of disappointment in people's eyes. A lot <laughs> of disappointment. Yeah. At least it's, I feel good, like, people care enough about it that I didn't do something. Right. <laughs> you know what, though? He didn't have this attitude after Loretta's. It was like, why is everyone talking shit to me? Like, no one, like... Right. So, there you go. Yeah. See, I have moments too, Dark. Yeah. I you mean, do, we all do. You get broken down, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> beat down, you only kicked. You chop at a tree for so long before it falls over. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Eventually, though, the forest is empty. Yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Saturday. Of course, I wasn't there. Dark Side was there. I watched it on TV. Uh, talk a little bit about what, what happened, what we saw. Barsha's crash. Mm. Parker Ross's crash. Hammaker's crash. Sexton's Chase. crash. These quote-unquote easy tracks are claiming some dudes, right? So we'll talk a little bit about that, but this is a pre-show to the Pulp Show, so I don't want to blow Steve's show out. Right. We're doing this on a Sunday, and we're missing the Miami Dolphins and Denver Bronco game because of I'm this. I'm sure there's nothing special happening. Dolphins. Fins up. <laughs> Niners Nation. Okay, oh, so God. Uh, a lot of you hit me up in email and say, what do you actually fucking do at these things, right? So, again, like I said, everyone tries to plan on top of, oh, you know what we didn't even talk about? Hmm. Totally screwed that up. Friday as well. We're going to talk about Kawasaki's 50th anniversary. And that, for me, probably was one of the coolest things because they had all the old racers together mm-hmm. telling stories. Davey Coombs was there hosting the event. Um, the Kawasaki guys were really generous to bring all of these dudes up. Well, that was the other guy that did the Yamaha thing. The Cowie guy. Huh? The Cowie guy that rode a Cowie on the Yamaha Caballero. thing. Yeah. Oh, were you talking about Kawa Ian? Yeah. People are all fucked. I thought you were yeah, yeah, well, talking about RV because he's, he's a Yamaha guy, but he was out there for the Kawasaki thing. But so anyway, Steve. Yeah. yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Traitor. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going to talk about that. A lot of <laughs> shit going. So there's a lot of things a- happening from Thursday to the end of Saturday night. So Busy weekend. Yes. So I end up bringing. I just want to tell you right now, Dolphins 21. Was that a tear-offs? Was that a tear-offs? <laughs> Dolphins 21, Denver 7. Fuck that. Oh, they're yeah. playing each other. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. It's yeah. bad. Oh, house divided today. Yeah, we're divorced for a bit. Okay. We are? Yep. I already Single. said. So if any girls... Well, it's too late. It's not live, so never mind. <laughs> well, how do you get that look? Jeez. Thursday was great, wasn't it, babe? <laughs> it was fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, so I, it's it's pretty cool that I get to bring Aiden and Heather to some of these things, and I don't even know... I guess the perception I, – I wonder if other media or, or people that are at these things might wonder why I bring my family to these things. I was, you ever think about that? Mm, like, uh, kind of. I wouldn't think so. Really? No. Well, I feel like because I'm the, really the only it's wife an event. that comes, though. I mean – But I feel like you're not prissy and you're not like – I feel like you're one of the guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm RV out. showed us a naked photo of him on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> and you were up in the mix, and that was awesome. Yeah. That was cool. That was a great story, by the way. I bet it was. So let's just start there. That's, okay. That's great. One, RV is a fucking gem, by the way. People say Phil's the, the best interview. I feel like RV is better. RV is great. this post-race, post-career post, RV yeah. is fun. Although, if you knew him, like I did a little bit, if he was racing and then he was away from it while he was racing, he was just like this. But, um, so we're at this 50th year anniversary presentation. So... The YZ250F, what I like to say, is all new. And I have a whole technical presentation sheet here I could just rip on to you guys, but I can't talk about it yet because this is going to get posted up before the actual introduction on Tuesday, which we will have another show next week uh, about this whole bike, and we'll break it down. And there will be some more information on this bike over at PulpMX.com as well as my website. So lots of Yamaha information if you guys are a 250F lover. Um, But they broke down the bike, the changes – uh, the motor is not all new. There's a lot of different uh, bits and pieces that are used the same. But the big problem this year for the YZ250F was cam chain and valve train. 
Um, a lot of riders had problems. They couldn't go 20 to 25 hours on the cam chain. The cam chain would bust uh, or it would kink and then break. So I've heard a lot of cam chains um, are breaking. I see your emails. I read them. So that has been a problem. Yamaha addressed that um, and then did some st- updated to the valve train. So I can't get into it a lot right now, but I will on uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday show. So they broke all that down to us. RV was there. And, uh, you know, we're sitting at the table together. I don't know how we got on the subject. Oh, because we're both redheads, right? Gingers. And we're talking about how gingers normally don't have large penises. I thought you were going to say souls. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, and he's like, oh, man, we started talking crap. And he's like, oh, I remember taking – I go, do you have any – of course, me being me. Dude, do you have any naked pictures of you on your phone? <laughs> he like, goes, <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm like, Really? And so he has one laying across his bike. I thought it was really funny. So he, as a joke, he did it too. It's his, a Harley. It's not. Yeah, a, it was his agent's at the time, right? Yeah, he went to go see his agent, and it was parked in a parking structure. So he stripped down, got naked, got on his agent's bike, took the picture, and then went up to see his agent. So awesome! That's awesome. So these are the kind of things that happen yeah. uh, away from the away from the track. So um, RV was there. Damon Bradshaw. Uh, Steve Butler, Mike Ulrich, uh, Stevie was there. Uh, everyone there besides Travis because he's way too cool now. He won't go to these events. He's um, too busy hanging out with his other friends. Right. Yep. That's true. Yep. Um, brought us this presentation, broke it all down, and uh, we were excited to. We actually got to go inside the stadium and shoot our statics and do an intro video there inside the stadium versus us just going, as you guys see on these Racer X videos, you know, we're at the track. Hey, what's up? I'm Kiefer. We're here, blah, blah, blah. So it was kind of a different setting, being in L.A. Coliseum. Um, the fire wasn't burning that night, though, huh? On the No, it was no. not. The, the torch was not lit. Uh, but, yeah, it was cool to be inside. The, the Of course, Dirt Works was still finishing up on the track, and then we got to uh, peel out of there and then rush to the Alpine Stars' 60th anniversary at the Bike Shed Moto Co. place. And this is – I feel like it's interesting. Alpine Stars has a shit ton of people – that they sponsor. It's not just dirt bikes, right? And NASCAR. Yeah. Well, there, there's a very wide spectrum. And the guy that we were talking to before we went in, the one that was like, oh, there's accounting. I got to give him my receipts. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. He, he said, he's like, oh, it's like a hand-picked crowd. So he's like, only certain people got invited. So it was, what is it called? Semi-formal? What was it? Business uh, casual? Business cash. So we were... Which some were not business cash, some were a little bit under business cash, so, and some were a little bit more like, we're going to the club. Yeah. <laughs> Keep this show true to form. Um, the family and I were in the truck. You know, we park at this valet place like half, two blocks down or whatever, and the guys park us and we park next to Walt. We're all getting naked in the in the, in the the vehicle to change because we're coming from the track there, right? And there's a camera, you know, from the parking lot. So that camera, whoever's watching that camera got a nice show and then we got we got dressed up. With I thought Aiden looked really nice. Yeah. you looked nice. Thank you. And you uh, looked nice. Yeah, cleaned up well. Mm-hmm. And then walked our asses over there. So we get there, and there is an F one car inside of this event center that they have attached to the restaurant. Um, it's cool because when you walk up, they have parking in the front, but the parking in the front is all for people who ride their bikes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so a lot so of people no were rolling up in like street bikes and Harleys and parking there. It was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, there was a Le Mans vehicle. Pretty cool there. Um, Wayne Rainey's superbike mm-hmm. uh, was really cool. Uh, they had a Stark. Just a lot of – if you're a, a two-wheel nerd, even a, just a motor, motorsports nerd, 
All the shit was there to look at. I've never seen an F1 vehicle up close. Never seen it. Have you? Yeah, like at the Indianapolis airport. Well, I guess it's not F1. It'd be Indies, but so. That's, no, not that's IRL. That's yeah, totally so not, no, not F1 then, no. Unbelievable. Like <laughs> Three of us sitting like drooled over. Yeah. I sat around minutes. it for 45 minutes just looking at the tech. <laughs> the whole fucking thing is carbon, which I knew, but until you see it, it's unbelievable the craftsmanship yeah. of this carbon. Yeah. We deal with the carbon fiber guy. I sent pictures to him, and he's like, dude, it's a dream of mine to try to be on that level because the craftsmanship, what they do, the attention to detail is unmatched. Like um, even the seat that they sit in was so tiny, and the whole thing was carbon. Yeah. Formed, uh, formed around dark, the Dark, you would yeah. never fit in the cockpit. No. No, it's tiny. Super small. Yeah. Um, so we geeked out on that for a little bit. Uh, Aiden and I just touched the rear wheel. Just to move it a little bit, it was so light. Like the, I mean, just a little bit, two fingers on it, the whole car moved like yeah. a foot. It's there crazy. was no engine in it, but just the body itself was unbelievable. So I can't even imagine how fast and what it feels like to drive one of those things, being it so light and the, and it is so fucking low to the ground. Like I knew they were, but it it has an inch, maybe two Not inches. Even, I don't even think that. I think it's like a half an inch. It was like. Dude, unbelievable. Basically on the ground, yeah. yeah. But the fun part so was. Impressive. The <laughs> funny part was, Dark. Okay. Eli Tomac was there with his bride. Yep. She was pregnant. She looks unbelievable, by the way. I never saw her up close. Yeah, she's really pretty. Super pretty. Her body's amazing. She's pregnant. I might have a little thing for pregnant women. Do you like pregnant women? Sometimes, yeah, right. yeah. There's, there's something there. Something about the belly, yeah, and the shape. Like it's, it looks. I like that. I got you. Right? I'm with you. Yep. Um, she looked really beautiful. She got dressed up really nice, and then you know Eli has to do his rounds so that she's wrangling the kids. But the kids are stepping on the carbon of the F1, <laughs> and they're running around, right? <laughs> okay. So we're looking like, oh my god, dude. Yeah. The kids are like, yeah. And they're just like, kick, 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 kick. I was like, oh boy. So finally, uh, yeah, they, they got wrangled and then put in. But I got in trouble, too, because I was leaning up against it trying to get a, a peek into the cockpit. And, um, <laughs> oh, hey, Heather's showing dark side. Oh, you got a photo? Yeah, because. Of the kids hanging on the car. Aiden FaceTimed um, Gunner Townsend because Gunner's all into F1 and trying to race cars and stuff yeah. to show him. And Libet was screenshotting pictures <laughs> For him, and she's like, "Who are the kids?" So I'm like, "Oh, those are Tomax." And she's like, "Oh, yeah." I mean, God bless her. That's a lot of work, and she's pregnant. <sighs> Dude, yeah, three little. <laughs> yeah, they're bringing yeah, to and, the event, and not. It's not like Dad's not busy, right? Yeah, <laughs> and he's got to do. He's at work basically, yeah. right? So he's got things to do. So the women hold it down, and they got a harder mm-hmm. job, I think, sometimes. Oh, than yeah. us idiots. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, it was cool to be there. I mean, a who's who list of riders. Let's see. I got to see GL's Hall of Fame ring. Yep. So GL was there, Grant Langston. He just got inducted to the Hall of Fame a couple weeks ago. Um, he was walking around this ring, and he's like, he's like, I'm not scared. I'm wearing this son of a bitch. He's like, <laughs> I earned it. So he took it off, and I took a picture out, threw it on my social. But it was really cool to see that. It was engraved inside. Um, who else was there? We thought uh, American Pie Lady was there, but that wasn't her. No, that's what it is. Oh, Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth? No, no the older. Stifler's no. mom. Oh. Stifler's mom. Oh, okay. Stifler's mom. There was a lady there that looked like Stifler's mom with, I mean, Here's the deal. She was prettier than Stifler's mom and younger. Here's she the deal. has some big old boobies. That's what I'm saying. Dark, ladies, if you're listening to this and you got your wife in the car, if your boobs are three quarters of the way out in your dress, and granted, I understand why you're doing it. It looks awesome. 
But if you expect a man to have a conversation with you and look you in the eyes, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm sitting there, and me and Aiden are sitting there, and Aiden's like, holy crap. And I go, yeah, could you imagine having a 15-minute conversation? I could not concentrate. The first thing I want to do was look at her breasts. Right? Yes, I want to tell that woman, even though I wasn't there, thank you, right. first of all. I mean, yeah. I was guy waiting was... for her, like, areola to pop out, because that's yeah. how low it oh, was. I was like, man, oh, my god, I missed gosh. all that. Okay, you're a woman. Yep. When you dress up with that something like that, you know what you're doing, right? Yeah, well, hell yeah, you do. And if you don't, you're lying. So yeah. you're inviting it, correct? Yeah. Yeah, my ex used to ask, like, before we go out, in or out? Like, that's all she'd say. And I was, out, duh. Right. Yeah, show as much of it as you can. Why do you women do that? I liked it. I, I, I like it. I'm yeah. just saying, I'm explaining. Women just want attention or they want yeah. to be looked at? Both. Okay. They want so, it all. Just make sure if you do dress like that, us pigs, a.k.a. men, will look at your breasts. Listen. They're doing that. Thirteen so out of the fifteen-minute conversation. Oh, what? They're doing it so they will look. That's why they're right. Doing it. Right. But some women get mad. Oh my god, you guys are pigs. Yeah. You're. It's out. Right. What do you expect? Because those are the. Those are the. It's out. It's out. Dump them out. <laughs> Let it out. Uh, who? So Jeff Emig. Um, Jolene Van Voot. Yeah. Kurt Busch. Yeah, Kurt Busch. I mean, just. It was packed. J.A. Yeah. was there with his baby yep. and his chick. Chase Sexton. Yep, Chase. And his lovely girlfriend. Yep. She's very, very pretty. Mm-hmm. Aiden loves her. That's like, I think, oh, his yeah. favorite. Yeah, yeah. He just loves Chase. He loves Chase, but I think, yeah. But she's very good looking. Yeah, she's really pretty. Um, Heather drank. And then we ate the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, she keep it under control? But yeah, it was really cool to see Alpine Stars do this. They don't have to do these kind of functions. Uh, Gabriel uh, met him a few times. He's the owner of Alpine Stars. He has formed an unbelievable company. One, I mean, let's face it. For me, at least, Tech 10 is the epitome of a motor, motocross boot. I love that feel. Some of you guys don't like the booty. I think it's okay. I feel protected in it. There are other boots that I like, but for me, the quality of the boot itself is great. Mm-hmm. They've built that brand so huge. Motocross gear now, right? I remember back in the six, seven, eight years ago when you're like, oh, Alpine Stars gear, we can't get it here in America. Mm-hmm. Now you can. Um, they sell direct. And then just everything that they're involved in, you know, IRL, F1, drag racing, everything they, they touch is really, really high tech and, and quality. So yeah. I've been a small part of the brand and I believed in their stuff for quite a long time. But for me, like, it's really cool to see, you know, they take care of their, their people. Mm-hmm. And they have these events that just get everybody together and get excited just to be around each other and, and talk dirt bikes. And that's yeah. basically what it was. It was like having a big dirt bike party at a motorcycle restaurant. So that's basically what that was Thursday night. Anything else you want to add to that? Um, we were, Rich Taylor was there with his boys and his. I met his wife. Hey, Rich, text Darkside back, man. <laughs> that's messed up. It's going to be too late by the time he hears this. And he, he was saying that he was talking to his kids and he was like, there are so many champions in here. And his kids are like, huh? And he's like, just pick a person. Just pick one. They're guaranteed they're a champion yeah. of something. Yeah, I wasn't. I was the only scrub there then. Yeah. Desert rat test I guy. Mean, yeah. Who was the most attractive man at the party, Heather? Uh, I was too busy looking at the F1 car. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, you Do see, you have an answer for that, Chris? Attractive oh, you asked. Yeah, you asked. So I didn't mm, know if somebody stood out. Let me let me think. Here. I mean, GL did give me a nice hug. GL's just horny. <laughs> He's like me. He just wants to feel the boobs pressed yeah. up against What's exactly. awesome is he hugged me and Aiden's like, hey, 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 that's my mom. What are you doing? And I'm like, oh, Aiden. 
Uh, most attractive man. Let, let me think about this. It's, uh, I mean, Chase is a good looking, I say kid, because he's a kid to me. Um, I will say this. As far as the Silver Fox goes, Jeff Emig's a good looking dude. You don't think so? No. I think he's a good looking guy. Yeah, I'm out. I think he's well put together. His, wa- his wife or his girlfriend, I don't know. Sorry. Um, she was very attractive. And uh, it's just cool to see people dressed up because we're always around the dirt and no one's really dressed up. And it's like nice to see people in a different atmosphere. So do you, you know, they used to do the award ceremony after Supercross. Or yeah. Whatever. Do you think they should bring that back? Do you yes. think it'd be a cool event? Yeah. I, I never think, got to experience one of those. But, but also, too, like the last round was in Vegas, right? Yeah, that's So true. it was the atmosphere right. type of deal, right? It was but they ex- didn't even do it bef- at the end when Vegas yes. was still there. Right. I think uh, even like, so I talked to Travis Preston. He went to his, you know, award ceremony back in the day. He said it was actually fun, and tra- to say that Travis saying it's fun is it must have been fun. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Speaks volumes. Yeah, but maybe it's the money situation that they don't do it anymore. I don't know. Yeah. And and I'll ask you this: You've been around a little bit. For me, I miss the finals being in in Vegas. It was you're having it in Utah now. When I think of Utah, I'm not thinking fun. No, well, I'm thinking outdoors, like grinding, you know, pedaling. Outdoor sports. You can't have fun in Utah because everything closes at 10. By the time the race is over, everything's closed. And I don't even, maybe the riders nowadays don't want to do that, but I feel like if you did it the next day in the evening, I think everyone would like to have that night to celebrate it. And it gives them actually everyone together to celebrate because now you, you, know, you see these burnouts and these Steve's pissed and people are celebrating in their own little areas. But it would be cool to have the whole industry in one area to celebrate their year because – Let's face it, these fucking guys work their balls off from each end. Dirt bikes, uh, riders, to mechanics, to managers, to social media people. Like, everyone's working their balls off. It'd be cool to everyone get together, award ceremony, have it. Have someone cool host it. Mm-hmm. I think Bernardo hosted it one year. I think he got <laughs> Oh, trouble. Jerry Bernardo? <laughs> I think he got in trouble one year and uh, said something. But, shocking. Jerry uh, said something? I don't know. Yeah, some of these old school things that we used to have would be cool. Well, I also, Monster Cup was freaking awesome, or the U.S. Open was awesome. I was going to say was, U.S. Open. Let's go back to the U.S. Open at the MGM. Like, I know. I got to only experience that once with you, and I think that was the last year that they had it. Yeah. I think the last thing they want is another race at this point. But even that the awards banquet, I think those guys just want to get home. That's yeah, probably I mean, the I, big... I, If anybody can understand that, yeah. I can. But wasn't last night technically like the Monster Cup? No. Uh, well, it, No. With the money situation that they were giving yeah. out? They, they, they compare it to that just because it's a million dollars. That's, that's what I meant, like the whole... And they're kind of counting that as one of the old races because they're, they're saying now there's only, what, really one more race than there used to be because if you counted Monster Cup and they took a national out... Correct. Now there's actually only one more, so that, I think they've been using that as a comparison. But they did a countdown clock last night to end the broadcast. You don't know that because you were there. Yeah. Less than three months away from Anaheim 1. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of guys, I asked, like, well, are you going on vacation? He's like, yeah, we're probably going to ride Monday. Well, <laughs> I mean, a lot of these guys, joking, but their deals are done, so they're going to ride new bikes. Yeah. Or the, the new bike, or like MXPN Cowie, or... Adam, and Jason, they're going to be testing next mm-hmm. week. Yeah, those were, those were, yeah, that's what Adam said at the Kawasaki thing. Yeah, yeah. he's got I to gotta go test. Yep. So it's unbelievable what these athletes do, because they don't get a lot of time off. Me and you were just talking about this before this broadcast, about how gnarly some media guys are. I mean, you're working on a Sunday, and you get up, you're typing, you know, and we have pockets of free time. It's not like a normal job where you clock in, clock out, and you can turn it off. You never really can turn it off. Like, And, of course, we're doing the show on a Sunday. I got to type a story. So 
you're always in it somewhat every day. But these riders, they're fucking grinding all year, and they might get a pocket of two weeks, and then they got to hit it again, and then do everything on a high level. People are talking shit about Cooper Webb. The dude's been off for a while. Sure, he's 20 seconds back in third, but like he's slowly getting back into it. It takes some time. And some of these guys I know that I've talked to, and I won't say their names, they almost are okay with getting hurt <laughs> because it forces them to not do anything, and then it gives them a proper excuse to not be on the bike to the teams. So when you have a six- to eight-week injury, it's not ideal, but in the same time, your body is is healing and resting at the same time, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. it, it's insane. Like, I'm on a lower scale. Like, I ride a shit ton, right? Right. <clears throat> I sometimes wish I just want to get sick. Yeah. I just want to get a cold for a week so I can sit on the couch and not feel like a piece of shit. I, I know. I, Heather's I looking at me. He's like, yeah, what? You, what? you would for about two or three hours probably, and you'd be like, shit, I need to go ride. And he'd oh. be a... He'd yeah, be you'd, be whiny, a, you'd be worse. Whiny but, bitch. But that's why I want to be sick, because then I, I will just be a whiny bitch about being sick and not be riding. <laughs> yeah, but you want to ride, though. I think as soon as you're not riding, you want to ride. Right. You do. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just giving you an example. Chop the tree down, dark. Yeah. Well, I, I No, I get what you're saying, though. Those They do get some time to recover and spend some time with the family and even kind of, oh, wow, I miss racing. I want to go back. You right. know, kind of re reignite that passion. Yep. Well, now starts wedding season for all these riders that, you know. Making babies. Yeah. Making babies. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to make oh. babies. What? That made me think of, so Steve and I are sitting in the press box last night, uh -huh. and this hot chick comes and walks up there. Really? She's standing between me and Steve. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. And I tap Steve, and I was like, because I assumed she knew, and he looked at her, and he's like, hey. He didn't recognize, it was Ash Money. Seven oh, Deuce Deuce's wife. Oh, yeah. We just hadn't seen her in so long. Like, I, I didn't recognize was her. Seven Deuce Deuce up there? Yeah, he came up a little bit later, and he was oh, like, good. yeah, dude, she was kind of bummed because you guys didn't recognize her. She's like, I just look like a mom now. And I was like, no, tell her. I said, I knew it was a hot chick. I just didn't know. Who it was. Who it was. I didn't know which yeah. hot chick. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, who's this hot chick? So, anyway, this was maybe when you said making baby because they, they yeah. had the baby with them. Yeah, everybody yeah. has this timeline to get married after the season, right? Yeah. And these wives that are they're just like, hey, this is what we got. So I'm along for the ride, you know. It, here's a before we move on to Friday, I just got a little story. So, A Ray, <laughs> this is a perfect example of a rider. So, A Ray's, you know, done riding. I don't want to say retired because he's not retired because he's working for O'Neill. But he's we're, not racing. I'm, I'm sitting with him, you know, and, and we're talking about life after racing. And and he's on a lower scale, but he did it for many years, grinded it out, and and successfully did a lot of things in his career that a lot of people can't do, right? I mean, he has a better career than I ever did. Right. And he's got national numbers, and he, he won LCQs and did things, right? So to me, that's an accomplishment. Right. But as a racer, you're very selfish. And I'm very, like, aware of it because I was in it in the lower scale, but yet I was selfish, right? So when these guys are done racing, to turn the switch off, of selfishness and to be able to provide or do stuff with your other half or your friends sometimes hard to do. And A Ray was like, "Man, how do I not be selfish, dude?" He's like, "Me and Sam are having some rough times at times because, you know, uh, I'm still kind of a selfish guy." And so we talked about it. And I, there's just certain little things you need to do um, that you have to do to, to one get you bump started in that direction, and two to let them know that you're not the same guy you were when you were racing. 
but it's hard to turn off. <laughs> yeah, it's what you, the way you're wired, and you've been that way for how many Everyone's years? doing everything 10, for 15, you, right? Yeah. And then you wake up, you're doing everything for you. And some of these top guys have spoken about that in broadcasts, but you really don't know how big of a problem it is. And I think some of this is why you see um, professional racers get divorced, mm. um, either A, towards the end of their career or at the when it's done because the women are probably just like, I'm fucking over it. Yeah. I don't know how to turn it off. Well, it was probably easier when they were at the track, and now they're at just home being assholes. Yeah, there's no excuse, right? Yeah. One, they don't want to ride anymore because a lot of these professional guys, like RV, he's like, I don't want to fucking ride. He's like, one, I've done it for so long. Two, I can't ride the way I want to ride now because I'm tired or get arm pumped, so it's no fun for me, which is hard for me to understand because I'm not there. Yeah. But like it's... They're wide open or they're off. Well, he's also got twin boys that are starting to ride. And he's got Cobras he's going to be working on. Right. And, and then I, I said that to Ryan. I go, he's like, yeah, I was never really selfish. So he said, and he's like, I wasn't that bad off of the bike in my personal life. He's like, I could separate it. That's disgusting, by the way. My what? dog just farted and it was really bad. Oh, wow. Thankfully, I can't smell it over um, yet. So... <laughs> it's, it's A-Ray's in that transition stage. A lot of these guys get in that transition stage. And when you see riders that are current and then you view their their wives they're kind of off to the side a little bit and then the, everything's about them now you got it, <laughs> it yeah See, it must we're gonna be. crack this window <laughs> wow that's rough that's pugnant he's got something going on in his stomach dude. <laughs> it's been bad lately that's why i say stop giving him those pills <laughs> poor oreo uh okay so friday come we had a we had a drive back down heather so real quick dark Give you the whole because we're giving you the whole thing on this show. Okay, we're supposed to stay down the hill. Guess what? You didn't talk. Is what I thought. No, right? That's normally who what happens, right? Like I want to be home. Nope. I was like, let's stay down there. Guess who wanted to come home? Heather. So fine, no problem. Let's come home. Guess what happens? I don't know. Dead stop fucking traffic. Oh yeah, she told me that last at night. At ten yeah. p.m. at night, I got home at one thirty and had to turn around and go back down the hill. Yeah, it's pissed. So. Thank you. But how nice was it to wake up and have coffee in bed? Not that nice because I had to drive back down the hill. We could have Starbucks. You said yeah. there was a Starbucks at our hotel that we were going to get. There was no Starbucks at the hotel. I said there was a Starbucks a couple blocks away. We could have walked and had a morning walk in L.A. Oh, with the homeless people? Cool. I don't care. That sounds fun. God. You anyway, know, so, I was um, doing you a favor because you, who has that umbilical cord, they get stretched. Who's been traveling all over hell this year? Uh, yeah, Thank I know. You. So I was trying to help you out by being home. <clears throat> See what I do? Hi, guys. Thanks for joining me on this special podcast about L.A. Coliseum Weekend. We'll be right back, but these commercials will be short. Eight minutes of your life. Get some discount codes. Stay tuned. ScreenPrintingDone.com My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy. Or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about 
two and a half years now. I've had great results. If you guys are looking for some great oil, the Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on Earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here, 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and, man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, That'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, Look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So, protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ 250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. Go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right, the one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA, Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. 
Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to OldTimersMX.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon, but several races... Over several months, all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time, and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself. But hey, you got to go do it. you got to go check them out. Right now, go to oldtimersmx.com. But again... We're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, and we'll get you out there and have some fun and get some gate drops. See? Wasn't so bad, was it? We're back. Here we go. LA Coliseum weekend. Shout out. Let's go. You okay. do a lot. Friday. You do, you do a lot. That, Stay neutral, was, Dark. Stay neutral. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Friday comes. We get to the stadium. I have to ride... Um, a YZ125 is what Yamaha delegated me to ride with celebrities. Um, we get to the track. I think it was 2 o'clock. We had to be there. Um, Heather and I watched some practice. Aiden was scheduled to race the 250 All-Stars race. He was sick leading up um, to the event, so we thought it was in his best interest just to kind of stay back and lay low. Um, I talked a little bit on the show about, on the Pulp Show last week about having enough good tape out there, especially now that Aiden's at the stage where he's he's good enough to win the B class and I want him to do well. So 
There's no there's no sense of putting him out there when he's sick and he's going to do a half-ass effort yeah. and have bad tape. You know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. bad tape? Yeah. Did you listen to that whole spiel when I did that? I didn't hear all that, but I think when you say bad tape, I'm assuming you mean like when actors or football, they, they make a, a tape to send to Correct, teams. football players. Yeah, yeah. When, you have, yeah. when, when you're trying to get drafted, yeah. you have tape, right? Yeah, yeah with your highlights. And if, Highlight reel. if the other teams are looking at the tape, like, oh, this guy's good, he has a lot of good tape. If you kids out there are putting a bunch of bad tape together or mediocre tape, no one's going to want to help you. So when you're ready to go race, race with everything you got and make sure you're good enough to go race. You know, if you think, eh, I'm not feeling very good, don't do it because if you're trying to get a, a ride and help and you have mediocre tape, I'm telling you right now, these m- amateur team managers don't give a fuck about fifth place. They care about wins. Mm-hmm. And in the bigger races, amateur races, they care about podiums. If you're sixth or seventh, even though you think that's pretty good for you, they don't care. Well, I mean, even like, um, I don't even know if I should say his name, what he said with Aiden, like, at Loretta's, he had a fifth and a 30th and a third. And he's like, at that 30th, he's like, it was a complete mud fest. He's like, it was a shit show. He's like, but it proved to me that he could come back from having a really bad moto and be on the box. He's right. like, if he would have been like fifth, fifth, third, he's like, I wouldn't give a shit. He's like, it wouldn't have been impressive to me. Mm. So you got to yeah, really do, when you when you race, you got to really buckle down. If you're trying to get a ride, if you just don't care and you're just doing it personal reasons, great. At this stage, we decided to keep Aiden back. So we watched that. Uh, 250 All-Stars. Parker Ross had an unbelievable oh, crash. my god! You saw that? I, I saw the replay. Yep. So I couldn't see it from where I was. Some rollers. When you guys watched the race, you saw Jet, Chase, Kenny quad up onto that tabletop. Well, on Friday, they didn't have that. They had a triple up on top of the, the tabletop. But what was tricky is there was a little bit of a roller in a pocket, so you and you were going fast into it. If you drove off of that little roller into the pocket, you don't get enough lift to get on top of the tabletop. Well, Parker didn't get enough lift, lift, clipped his front wheel, and just did the McAdoo, you know, ragdoll. Yeah, ragdolled. Knocked himself out. His mom was sitting right in front of us when we were there, and she's freaking out, and I felt bad. Yeah. I came over and started hugging yep. her and said, you're going to be okay, and then, you yeah, know. Yeah, poor Kelly. My heart broke for her. Yeah, I, dude, I hate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I put myself in that position with Aiden. I'd be, Scared. I'd fucking run down. Yeah, there. exactly. Like, Hop well, the wall and yeah. Well, uh, Samuels, I saw him. He was already like on his way down. So I was like, you knew that someone from the team was there with him, right? But it's just not the same when it's not either um, apparent. No. So the track does change and evolves from Friday to Saturday. If you guys aren't there on these SMX races, usually you don't get that at normal Supercross races because they don't have the extra day to do it. Back when I was racing, we had an extra day. Yeah. Which was kind of nice. You know, and for me, I think some of these riders, mo- I would say most of them kind of like that to dial in their, their their bikes. Some of them maybe don't like it because they have to be there an extra day. But I feel like you're kind of there on Friday anyway when you're a rider. You might be showing up to the hotel. You might be stopped by the rig or something, just, you know, just Does to see the team. everybody have the chance to ride Friday, or is it only, like, no, every, select everybody. few? No, it's everybody. So On it's not, SMX, they do. So yeah. it's not like Supercross where only, like, certain people get to come to press day no, on Friday and ride. No, no. And, and Supercross, it's just partial track. This is full track. Yeah. The only people that don't really like it, I think, are the mechanics at SMX because they got more work they gotta, to do. Yeah, they got to redo the whole bike, you know, basically right. tear it all down, clean it up, yep. start over. Um, so 2 o'clock, we met the Yamaha tent, and uh, we had our bikes ready. The celebrity star rolling in. 
housewife husband. Tamra Judd. Tam, what's the dude's name? Eddie. Eddie. I met Eddie. Eddie. Good looking dude. Like I'm, I'm sitting there shaking this guy's hand. I'm looking at his face. I'm like, that's a good looking dude. <laughs> well, him and Tamara had a CrossFit gym, I think, at one point in time in like Orange County somewhere. I don't know much about him. I don't get. Oh God, it's a celebrity. Yeah. Like it's whatever. The guy's married to a hot chick. That's what I look at it like, right? And you're on a TV show. But the dude, he said he rode enduro. He likes going riding off road. Um, Steve Caballero, awesome human, for one. Most successful Vans shoe. What does Eddie do? Do you know? He's a he's a husband. That's all he does. That's it. Okay, because I met a guy. I mean, last he's got a. He, I'm sure he made money somehow. Because I met a guy named invested. Eddie down on the floor last night. Hold on, I'll show you a picture. Yeah, and, and he said he was there the day before. I wonder if it's the same guy. But we talked for a while. But anyway, I'm sorry. Was he tan looking dude? Yeah. I'll show you. Picture. Probably him. Might have been. Yeah, nice guy. Yeah, yeah. The guy I talked to was super nice. Yeah, yeah. super nice guy. Was into motorcycles. New, new, new things about it. Mm-hmm. Um, country singer. God, I forgot his yeah, name. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. I but he was bad. really nice, like mullet and. But he actually is. They say he's a country singer. I was talking to Mosman from MXA, and he he got some research. Yeah, that's a dude. I met the dude. Yeah, talked to him for like twenty minutes. Had no idea he was like a husband, yeah. real husband, wife, dude, whatever. Yeah. yeah so his his who knew. So I've I've watched some of these shows with Heather. Yeah, it's out of control, and I only can stand it for like one show, and then it's too much. But the chick's really hot. So yeah, I never saw her. Oh, here I'll show you a picture of um, camera. Uh, Caballero, I didn't get I, I didn't to meet know. Cab. I would have liked to met Cab. Dude, is cool. Yeah. Mike McGill. Oh wow, he was there. You know who that is? Yeah, right? Skitter. If anybody watched the Tony Hawk documentary on Netflix, Mike McGill was a big part of that. Damn. Yeah, she's smoke show. Both those chicks are smoke shows. Well, that's Kelly Ripa. Okay, I thought that's who that was. Oh, but Why are you showing Kelly Ripa? Because they're on Kelly, oh. Kelly and Mark show. Um, a lot of YouTubers that Aiden would know that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Um, so we get down there. So A-Ray, me, Mosman, Mark Tilly, and your fearless, your fearless leader, Michael Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Um, we get down there, and they only give us a portion of the track to ride on. Granted, some of you be like, ah, why do you, who cares? Like, what's the big deal? But it's kind of cool to ride. It's just going off the peristyle. That's down. all I cared yeah. about, Dark. Like, yeah. before, we didn't know what portion we were riding. And me and A Ray were like, look, if they only give us the sand sex or something, we're going up the peristyle. No matter <laughs> no what. what. And Cab, so Cab was like, I'm going to ride with you guys. So if you guys do it, I want to go with you because that's all he cared about, too. <laughs> Cab is on a Kawasaki. He's not even on a fucking yeah. Yamaha. I thought that was weird. So he's like, oh, yeah, man, I'm a Kawasaki. I got it. I'm like, they allowed you? He's like, yeah, they didn't care. I'm like, sweet. Well, you can tell cab no. Yeah. Right. Did you ever wear half caps back in the day? Uh-uh, but I remember them, though. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I, I, we need to I find out why they call it the Peristyle. Why? Why? The peristyle. I don't know. I tried to even look up what that was, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Is it the... Okay, maybe I know. I'm going to take a stab at it. You ready? I'm going to text Steve and ask The you. arches. Okay. Um, What's the arches in Paris? The Arc de Triumph? Right? I think so. It kind of looks like that. Maybe? I don't know. It could Paris be that. style? Here we go. Paris style. Let's see what, what it definition. A row of columns surrounding a space within a building, such as a court or internal garden. That's why. Okay. There you go. An internal garden? Where the hell is well, it? Well, it's such as. But it. Wow. I mean. It's hard to please her, dude. Yes, it, it is. is. <laughs> Trust me. I live with it. It's hard to please. No comment. Stop it. Hard to love, too, like Lee Bryce says. Hard wow. To, hard to love. I'm hard to love now? Hard to love. Hard to love. Uh, so. But yeah, First, that, was, that was the highlight, though the the peristyle. Yes. So those celebrities, I think they had five to six. Like Carrie Hart was also there. Yeah, why was Carrie there? 
was he was riding. He, I didn't see him ride at all. He rode. He was in gear. I know, but I didn't see him. They were taking pictures of him on his bike. Like I, he, I never physically saw him on the track. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. So we got to ride the over under over the tunnel table double peristyle back down straight. Uh, we got to go first. I'm behind A Ray on the first lap. We come down the peristyle. He banks off of the side of a jump, swaps back in front of me across the track. I'm like, okay, I'm going to back out of the. <laughs> I'm out. I'm just going to get away from A Ray. So before, we're like, are you going to jump that double jump the, up, the, up the peristyle? I'm like, no, I ain't jumping that. I'm on a 125. I haven't ridden 125 in a long time. No, because I can see me going dark side. That's what we called it while we were there. I go, I don't want to dark side myself. It's fucked. Mm-hmm. It's kind of true. accurate, though. but it's fucked. Right. Truth hurts sometimes. Well, listen, you know what he said the <laughs> night before when we were sitting in traffic? I'd rather have a broken leg than sitting here in traffic. If someone offered me a broken tip fib versus sitting in four and a half hour traffic, I'd take tip fib. Wow. Right. Right. Jeez. So the whole time I'm Instead thinking. Instead of just sitting in traffic talking to your wife. No, we're not talking. Yeah, we're not talking. Because <laughs> I'm pissed. You know what I'm getting? Yeah, remember when I wanted to get a hotel? That was nice. Remember when I was down the hill in LA? That was nice. 1.30, dude. And I know that yeah, I got it. If I, it was 1.30 and I didn't have to go back, I don't be like, yeah, whatever. Right. Sleep in. It brings me, it flashes. I have flashbacks of working at Yamaha every day for six and a half years. I'm going up and down this hill. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's a drive. It sucks. You can ask Steve how much I hate driving. I hate it. I used to love it. Yeah, same. I don't like it anymore either. I know. You know, I do love it when I'm back east. It's relaxing. Mm. Here in Southern California, I'm out. I'm done. Pretty bad. Uh, so A-Ray was a little loose. So A-Ray, <laughs> so as we were riding, Villos giving the, the vagina song, uh, the vagina song, <laughs> <laughs> the vagina sign to us. So A-Ray's like, oh, I better do it. So A-Ray jumps it. I'm like, nope. It looks so My bike too. is bogging, bogging like a son of a bitch. So I'm like, great. I'm going to use this to say I can't jump the double. <laughs> yeah. Could I have probably done it? Probably. What is it, safe? Probably not. Would I probably would have been okay? Probably. I don't know. But as you get older, folks, I don't care. I'm good. There's nothing on the line for me. I'm not on my trusty steed that I ride all the time, so I'm out. I'm a test guy. I understand these things. Like I've been testing so much. I know when shit's not right. I got a feeling. I'm out. So I get shit all day. Shit all day. Kiefer's a pussy. You don't jump double. Ryan's in my ass. A-Ray's disappointed in me. The videographers are shaking their head as I go by. It's bad. Nonetheless, we have a good time. Uh, we watch the celebrities go. It is carnage, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, really? So people are wadding up left and right. Before we even get to this happening down at the floor, this, most of the celebrities says, hey, we don't want to ride our bikes down there. Can you ride? Can you take the bikes to the floor? So Yamaha had to find enough guys to take the bikes down there because maybe they didn't know how to ride enough to take them down there. That was my assuming, right? Where were they? Up on, on the top of the peristyle? Yeah. No, okay. No, no. The bikes oh. were up at Yamaha. Oh, so, oh, you mean all the way through the pits? All the way so. down. Okay. They didn't okay. want to ride through the pits to get down to the floor. Okay. So that was a bad sign for me. I'm like, yeah. oh, boy. So us media guys, we just rode down there, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, was, it was gnarly. So <laughs> we had two sessions. We did the sessions. We left. The last session, I guess, some dude wadded over the tabletop, over the over-under. No one saw him on the other side laying there. I think he broke his arm. Yep, I dislocated it. That guy, Eddie, I think it was Eddie that was telling me that. Uh Pretty sure it was Eddie told me that, and that he just popped it back in and was fine. But he does it all the time or something. Well, right when we were leaving, someone going up crashed 
And it was just all sorts of chaos. Wow, yeah. I so, wanted to watch all that, but I that was right when I was doing all my Friday interviews, and I missed it all. But I also wanted, because I thought my guy Dax was coming. I, that, well, I thought Dax was going to bring his wife. That's Kristen, why I'm, I'm, yep. here, I'm here for Kristen. Yeah. I'm surprised she, he wasn't at the Alpine Star thing. So here's, I think didn't you a, tell me this, why he didn't show up? He posted a photo on his Instagram that they were at the Dodgers game that night. But was it oh, you? Oh, yeah, but I don't think they want that out there. I don't care. Who's, well, who's they? The person that told me. Okay, well, here's what I've heard. I don't know who told me, but I heard that Dax didn't want to come because he wasn't a good enough rider to do that, and he didn't want to embarrass himself, which is understandable. Oh, I thought you meant to the Alpine Star thing. No. That's what I thought he meant at first, too. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, maybe he's not. But I heard, I Chan- saw see, him I heard Channing Tatum was coming also, but then oh, kind of heard the same thing. God, I would imagine that. What would you have done? Can you magic mic me, please? <laughs> Can you magic mic me? Yeah. Would you have really said that to him? You know how many girls probably say that to him? I don't know. So I've met him. He followed me on Instagram for a while. He unfollowed me. On oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I met him at LACR a few times. Good dude. Yeah. Awesome guy. Uh, but Dax, he's a good enough rider. I've seen him ride at Milestone. We had an Alpine Star function at Milestone before. He's fine. Yeah, that's what I gather. Super cool dude as well. Dude, the yeah, the nicest. You know what he Gave said to so me? Much time. Heather was there, and I was standing there. I was looking at him. I didn't say anything. I was just like looking at him. Heather was there. He's like, you wanted me to take a picture with your chick? And I go, yeah, how'd you know? He's like, I know. And, and Heather <laughs> goes over there to him. He's like, wow. I go, I, I know, I'm basement. He's like, yeah, he knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, he did the he's same like, thing when he, I saw. He asked, he's like, how'd you yeah. pull that? I go, you know how it is. You got to be super funny. You know, I, I go, I don't got a big pecker. He starts laughing. <laughs> yeah, when I saw him, he walked over. He's like, he could tell. He's like, do you want to like? He talked to me for a while. Do you want a photo? I was like, I don't want to bother you. And he's like, no, no, it's cool. So he, he could tell. Yeah, yeah. Seemed like a good dude. Great. Talked to, to him a little bit. Yeah, maybe fifteen minutes, and then he introduced me to Steve DeCastro, which I think you know, his stunt guy. Oh yeah. So I met Steve, who I've interviewed before. He does like a lot of Marvel movies, and yep. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. I, I kept saying, man, I don't want to bother you. He goes, no, no. I just kind of kept talking to me. He was, he was great, which I'm a, I'm a huge Dak Shepard fan. Anybody that knows me and follows my show knows. Oh, really? You yeah, that was, stuff. yeah, I listen to his Armchair Expert podcast every week. And Does yeah. he have rotating co-hosts, too? Like No, it's him and a, a woman named Monica Padman uh-huh. that used to work for Kristen. Now she's just like family. Okay. So it's them, too, and they just have rotating guests every week. Kristen's so hot. Yeah. Kristen's hot. She wasn't there. Why is she never there? She probably well, doesn't like that shit. Thing. She yeah. goes to F1 with them. F1. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. I think it's a different atmosphere for a woman, probably. Seems different. F1's I think, more bougie. Yeah, I think we're still perceived, that, perceived as like the mud bogs. Redneck red yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. That's probably but he was it. great. He he gave me lots of time, and yeah. Not, mm. I, dude, you fucking yoked. That dude is huge Dax? now. Oh, he is ripped. Really? So much bigger. Because I guess during COVID, he really started working out. Uh-huh. Yoked. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Didn't know he looked skinny. Yeah, no, he's he's shredded. I'll be down. Yeah, good for Chris. So you met all these people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Gilby Clark from he used to play in Guns N' Roses. But you—that's who that was. I didn't know who that was. It's one of them. The oh. guy with the hat was Gilby Clark. Okay. And then the guy with the, the long hair—that's uh, Sean Brennan's buddy, Mitch Malloy, who did the national anthem, and he sang in a version of "Great White" when the band split mm-hmm. for a few years. But he's like a '80s rock kind of. Okay. Who is like, the guy that you posted on your Instagram? That was pr- the one you're probably thinking of is Gilby Clark yeah, with the, the hat, the, the black so hair. So you posted him over Dax Shepard? No, you posted Dax too. I oh, saved I Dax for today. Dax went up this morning. No, oh. I saw him last night. You did it last night. No, yes. posted it this morning. I sent you a picture of it. I sent oh, you the picture. That's what yeah. It was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't post it. Got it. Okay. 
Never mind. You know who else is a big Dax Shepard fan? Uh-uh. Nicole used to be Weimer. Uh, Nicole used to be Was Weimer. she there? No, but she saw my photo. She's like, holy shit, I'm blown away. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, Heather took a picture of them, so. Yeah. Nicole. No, he's a cool dude. He was really cool. Yeah, I told I told uh, Dark about that. Why are you yeah. talking so little? I'm just talking normal. Mm, that's her sex. Talking, talk, that talking to the dark side about Nicole? No, about Dax, Dax. Shepard. When I didn't want to I take, a, take picture a picture with, with Nicole. Yeah. Mm. I haven't seen her around. Probably not going to be around that stuff so much anymore. Yeah, I know. We'll just move that along. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, so after that, we went back. So thank you to Yamaha for inviting us to do something cool. Yes, it was short-lived and it was just fun, but... Um, Congratulations on the many, many years Yamaha has been a, a, a superb brand. And, um, yeah, they just it, it's unbelievable how they just pull some stuff out of their ass and make it fun. So it was a fun event. And uh, riding a YZ125, we got to work on the jetting there, Stevie. <laughs> Sorry. You said that, who'd you say texted you later and there was a problem with the bike? Yeah, but Butler texted me and says, hey, he apologized. Was it just the jetting? Is yeah, that, yeah, just lean. Yeah. So I guess they were trying to jet it. And with the weather and... I mean, it's jetting, right? So right. you got to have that thing spot on. And of course, again, like our, like I said at the top of the show, the our our fuel sucks here in Southern California. Mm. You get weird batches all the time, and it's just too finicky, right? Um. So I, I hurry up and got undressed. We hauled ass up to the Kawasaki uh, 50 year anniversary, where they unveiled the new 2024 KX450, as well as the 1992 replica. Uh, the KX450 is going to have in 2024, mm. which is really cool. I will say this. I'm not a fan of silver rims, but it's Kawasaki nailed it for me. I loved it. I loved watching it. It looked badass. I, I liked all of that. Yeah, somebody posted a meme like, gas gas is laughing now. Yeah, right. <laughs> so congratulations to Kawasaki for unveiling probably the best-looking bike all year for me. It was a good-looking bike. I mean, the Yamaha looks okay, but I'm just not a fan of white. I know it's hard to get gear to make look good on the motorcycle unless you're matching the motorcycle. And then white looks like dog shit in a hurry when you have it for a f- few weeks. So mm. uh, I was more of a early 90s Kawasaki guy than I was a Yamaha guy. So yeah. I think that look looked really awesome. It was cool to see Adam Cianciarillo, um look like Rhino, number nine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same kind of thing. Back in '92, when Rhino was number nine, it was really cool. Uh, so we went up there to, I guess what you call near the, I don't know what they even call it up there, like the Just VIP the area. Upper deck, yeah, yeah. That, that's where all the VIPs were for the race. So yeah, we put some couches up there, and they invite us to. Uh, it was super nice. Yeah, unveil uh, the new 2024 KX450, but also the nostalgia factor of having all of these riders. You had Jimmy Weinert, right? You had. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Hughes, you had Damon Huffman, you had Jeff Emig. Craig. Matasevich. You had Matasevich. You had Michael Craig. Um, Wardy, had, Wardy, I think, was Wardy there. Wardy was there. Uh, Villa was there later on. You know, all these guys that went through Kawasaki's program at some point were there, and Davey Coombs was interviewing him, and it was cool to hear some of the stories that they come up with. Look, I... I feel like I know the sport quite well, but maybe the 70s I'm not too familiar with. And I know Jimmy Weinert, the racer, but I never knew him as a guy. And listening to Jimmy Weinert talk, he seems like my kind of dude. A mm. little loud, lots of talking and in your face, and seems like a no-bullshit kind of dude. I, I, Dude, I was a Jimmy Weinert fan. So now I'm starting researching Jimmy Weinert and the paddle and all these things that he did. 
Back in the, do you know anything about the paddle? I don't. Dude, look that up. Jimmy okay. Weinert paddle. He rode a full-blown sand dune paddle at LA Coliseum. No way. Yeah. Okay. He, he had a bad neck. He crashed. They, he made his own neck brace out of a towel. Like, went around the towel, tied it up so his neck wouldn't move. <laughs> huh. Jesus. Wow. Unbelievable. Die hard. Innovation. And he has a track back east. Still loves dirt bikes. He also said it takes him a lot to go to these kind of he says, I never go to these things. Never do it. Not doesn't want to be a part of it. I like and I respect that because he doesn't want to be in the limelight. He just kind of, you know, hey, I did what I did. My time's done. I'm good. But to hear him talk a little bit and him and Davey go back and forth because I think Davey, Rita, and the whole family have time with Jimmy. It was really cool and really fun for me. Um, I'm in my 40s, and I like some of the history that um, is in our sport. Uh, my dad was more of an off-road guy than a moto guy, so I know a lot more about off-road history than motocross history, but um, I was always more on the moto side. I loved motocross. So for me, that to kind of sit there and hear the heroes that I looked up to, Jeff Ward, uh, you know, Matasevich. Uh, I got to ride with Damon Huffman a lot. Damon's a great he person. Was there, he right? was there. Yep. Me and him were sitting together, and while – the other guys were talking. Damon was telling me stories about Mike Kudrowski was there. Yeah. Another yeah. guy. Kid. Um Kudrowski, and he was saying, yeah, you know, me and Kudrowski are from the same um, city, same town. And when Mike was winning his uh, 250 championship, outdoor championship, and I was winning the 125 championship, we were training together, and they were from Acton, California. It's like it was cool how much Kudrowski taught Damon about heat about training in the heat and things that he learned. He's like, I was never that fit. And he's like, I learned a lot of my fitness from Kudrowski. So for me, that kind of shit is really cool for me to hear, you know? And because uh, I was never that good of a rider. Like, these guys are like, oh, my God. Damon was one of the smoothest riders ever to do it, like the OG smooth, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Kudrowski, you knew that motherfucker was going to be at the front to end the race. Same with LaRocco. LaRocco was there as well. And same guy. They're like, you know, these dudes, the things that I looked up to, and I used to tape, you know, the Supercross. For you guys listening, you know what I'm talking about. I knew Supercross was going to be on. You know, it didn't come on until midnight or something. TV guide. I would set my VHS to, to record it. And sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. Yeah. You wake up to watch it. Fuck. Golf was on or something. Or right. Like tennis, yeah. So I, then you, <laughs> I'm writing a story about that because I'm writing a story about the TV broadcast. I'm like, man, back in our day, You'd look in the TV guide. It would say 1 a.m. on Sunday night, yep. Supercross, and you'd have to record for like three hours because you didn't know, just in case. Yes, and still you didn't always get it. Yep. thirty minutes before and thirty and, minutes and after. Do you remember? I didn't remember this. Until I watched one recently. The two fifty main, two fifty two stroke, now four fifty, was not live, but they would go to commercial break, and when they came back, you missed all that. It's oh. not like they went back and you just. Right, you still you missed the X amount of laps, yeah, even though it wasn't live. It yeah. was you got like ten minutes of a race. Why is that guy in first? He was not in first <laughs> yeah. when we went to commercial. Yeah, things yeah. that I look forward to when I was younger. <laughs> Motor World. Oh yeah, every week was like a Motor World show, and yeah. they recap the week of racing, which we didn't get. We got enduro, we got off road, we got supercross, we got all of it in one thing. Yeah, Art Ekman, um, Dave, the Dave Spain. Spain. Yep. yep. Um, I was actually on Motor World. One time, I thought I would made it. <laughs> I was like, I made it. I even put that in my resumes when I would write resumes to companies. <laughs> I was in Motor World. You better fucking hire me. 
That's awesome. Well, I don't even know what Moto World is. Oh, it's like a thirty-minute thirty minute, show. Yeah, yep. it's, it's like it's a, a new show yeah. for motorcycles. Yeah, oh. it was like so this, they, this weekend racing, it, street bikes, everything. They did everything. Yeah, so they would hold. It, it was fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. So it's awesome to see it these awesome. guys and to listen to them talk. And now that I'm, I've been in the sport. I've met a lot of these dudes. So. They're more normal for me now, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, this setting was more intimate and like really, really cool because you saw all of them in front of you. You're like, holy fuck, there's the 1992 MX Donations team sitting right there. You know, Emig, Rhino, and LaRocco. Mm-hmm. Like, awesome. Roy Turner, the old fucking team manager, was there. You know, Roy. Roy lives in Spring Valley Lake. He's oh. the one that was grinding and smacked the ground and got all fucked up on the yeah. bicycle. Gerald knows him, right? Yeah. Great dude. Grinder, dude. He's a training fool now. <laughs> so Roy was the team manager for most of those guys in there. And this, the stories that he has, he's still sharp as a tack. It, it, it's just cool. If you're a motorcycle dude, and Steve does a lot of these podcasts with these guys, and it's really – I go back and sometimes I go through his old catalog and just see what I like or what I thought would be cool and listen, and it's really fun to – to hear the stories, mm-hmm. right? Bring it back. Yep. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was really It was cool. a very cool event. Yeah. Are you, yeah. I, I'm sure you're going to get to the stuff on the floor. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, okay, I'll let you go then. Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, so, we had that upstairs. Um, that was, like, an hour long, which was really fun for me. And they said, hey, you guys got everyone got to be down on the, on the stadium floor to go down. And we got something special to unveil. So, we walked down there. We kind of hung out for 20 minutes or so. And um, out comes... Jason Anderson and Adam Cincerillo, which was weird. How did the announcer say Cincerillo? Oh, I don't even know if I can repeat the way he said it. You know it. The, it, uh, that guy? It, yeah, it was that. I wonder Adam Cincerillo. Like, I wondered if they used AI to do that, and it just couldn't say his name. Yeah. Because it sounded like the, the Supercross announcer guy, and then, it was yeah, it was Cincerillo. Riding like, in number nine, <laughs> Adam Cincerillo. Yeah, something like He might have, like, skipped or something. I don't know. That, yeah, it was... We were, we were questioning it. Like, Every media guy's looking at each other like, uh, we just hear what we heard. <laughs> uh, so they rolled out in the 2024 KX450. Uh, initial impressions. Again, I'm not allowed to talk about the tech. We got up close and personal with it. We are riding the 2024 KX450 in November. So we'll have to wait a month and a half or so for that. But for me, and Heather can attest that to this, I'm the most excited to ride that bike this year than any other bike. For what reason? I like a Kawasaki, but there's always something that holds me back from racing it on my own time. As you guys know, I race a Yamaha on my own time, and people think, oh, Kiefer works for Yamaha. I get, I get nothing from Yamaha. I just want a bike that I think I can go fast on. I think I can go fast on a Kawasaki currently, but I feel like I'm towing a fucking trailer behind me because it feels long. I mean, you're riding one right now, right? Mm-hmm. The frame is unbelievable, but it's soft <laughs> in the front, right? I want a little bit more engine feeling. So from the things that I've heard from Tickle and, and you know, we talked about, a lot of my concerns from cornering have been addressed. You still got that great stability. And you got a smoother, longer power like a KTM with this new 24 kicks with the engine. These are things that I hear. It all sounds appealing to me, which okay. gets me excited. Yeah, I feel like, oh, I could probably go fast on that bike. So that's why I'm excited. Okay. What? Uh. Oh, I was just laughing at Steve. He was giving me what the hairstyle is. What did he say about it? I'm not going to repeat it. Okay. <laughs> wow. Really? Well, look at your message. That's all right. We're doing a show. Um, 
That so, was the, who else that was there? It was um, hold on their tester. Yeah, we're going to talk about Taka. Taka. Well, Taka was also at the Alpine Star thing. Yeah, Taka. So I've known Taka for a little while. I mean, it's because when you run in the same kind of deal, like we're test riders, so uh, we follow each other. And uh, he's been around for a lot. It's the weirdest thing because Taka's Japanese, but he's Australian. Oh, really? Did you even know that? What? No. Yeah. So he was born in Australia. Is that what you I mean don't by know? That? He talks Aussie because I mean, he's but not Japanese. Australian. He's he's well, Aussie Aussieese. Dude, Aussieese. It's unbelievable. Taka like, I'm like looking at him. Japanese Aussie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. So uh, he's been the Kawasaki guy for a few years. So we we geeked out on each other's shit at the Alpine Stars thing, and then he's been heavily heavily involved with this new bike as well as Tickle. So we had a lot of conversations about. You know, why Kawasaki went to a Brembo front brake and a Nissan rear brake. And, yeah, was, and the reason why the power delivery is the way it is and how he doesn't like certain things on the current bike and, and why this bike is better. So for me, I love that kind of shit. We bounce and things that we like about, you know, or what's tough about testing or the perception that people out there think that we have a, a, available to us as test riders. Like we're in a box. So for you people out there, if a bike is shitty, it's not necessarily the test rider's fault. We're only allowed to do certain things within this parameter, and it's up to the engineers and the production testing team to change it. Like, I have been very vocal on a lot of things through Honda over the years, but it falls on deaf ears. Yeah. Wasn't that the, the whole thing with the 09 Honda, right? Didn't, like, Rich say I like wasn't that? a part of that. But, the, but that's the, the story is, yes. like, hey— they didn't do anything. Basically, they changed everything we told Correct. them to do. And then, so it's that old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You can tell them what they need to do yeah. and whether they choose to take your advice. Right. So basically, they're an asshole. It, it's, 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 tif- it's difficult for us test riders budget, that, probably. that love our sport and love the product because you want to help it so right. much, right? But then you also got to turn it off in a way be like, okay, here, I'm here to do a job. I'm going to say what I got to say. And then after that, turn it off. Because it's going to be up to them if they do it or not. But yeah. for me, I take it personal. I'm like, well, fuck. You guys could be so much better if you do this. Right. Well, they're not going to listen to you all the time. So talk and I talk a little bit about that and the frustrations sometimes. So it was really a unique conversation for me. So um, after Adam and Jason came out, uh, an old box fan rolled out. And you can go to my in- Kiefer Inc. testing Instagram and see this. But an old Team Green box fan, which is for me. Again, nineties guy, so fucking badass. awesome. Yeah, and box fans are making a comeback, at least out here in Southern California. Yeah, a lot of these guys are buying old Grumman boxes and and vans to uh, to go to the track in. There's an old Primal Impulse Suzuki van that rolls around. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's up here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the the Team Green box van rolls out. Matasevich hops out, goes in the van, and rolls out on the 50 year anniversary KX450. Which is really cool. He's in uh, old Fox gear. He's wearing a TLD helmet, but I, I ain't going to knock him points for that. That's fine. <laughs> uh, rolls around, does his thing. And uh, it, it's just, it was a really cool part for us media guys to see. Maybe some younger media doesn't appreciate it as much as the older guys, but there's a lot of us older guys in the media. And I think we really appreciate what Kawasaki brought that night. It was really special. And the fact that we actually got to see the bike up close. You guys know me. I love the tech behind some of these things. So I was looking really close on some of the changes that the Kawasaki um, 450 has compared to the previous model. So there are a lot of details to the new KX that I can't talk about that we'll be able to discuss in November. But 
Those should be in dealers in sometime in November as well as we get to test it, which will be out here. I thought we were going to go somewhere cool or different for the intro, but we're not. We're going to stay here in Southern California. But don't stress East Coast, guys. I'm planning on going to East Coast to do some more riding with Aiden. As his amateur career progresses, we're going to do more East Coast stuff for him, so that'll give me more reason to test more back there with other bikes, so that I'm looking forward to that. Um, but overall, a very cool evening with Kawasaki and yeah, all the was, riders. and It was fun, because that's the second Kawi intro that I've been to. What was the first one? Uh, the one over at, um, over where the track was that closed down. Over there. Sunrise? No, way out there. We Way out where? Um, not Sutter's. Um, oh, Zaka? Zaka, but it wasn't at Zaka, it was at the other place. Oh, was that, um, uh, Castillo Ranch? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And they did it at Which a Which is for sale, by the way. I heard that, yeah. I saw Davey Castillo at the race. He took a big dig at Glen Helen not too long ago. <laughs> Fucked himself up. Yeah, I remember we stayed at the Marriott and they had it at, like, that winery thing. No, the Bloody Mary came from. Your yeah. Bloody Mary that you loved. Yeah, so much. it was... Had a jalapeno infused vodka. It was really delicious. Sounds terrible. Sounds it was fucked. Delish. I'm out on that. Whatever. Uh, so that was Friday evening after the Kawasaki thing. We um, drove home. Drove home and then watched the race on Saturday. Dark thoughts, really quick, on Saturday night. First motors were super exciting. Yep. S- second motors almost felt like nothing was happening until the end. Like some guys yep. cut and Joe come, but it, it, great finish. I mean, a lot of shit happened that was just unexpected. Chase crashing. Ugh. Points, yeah, the points were really up in the air to the very end. So I feel like, as a whole, the SMX stuff was pretty successful. Yeah, I'm going to write, I'm going to do a best and worst over on Pulp MX. You can check that out. We're not going to talk too much about the race because Dark Side is going to be on the Pulp Show Monday night. I'm sure they're going to talk about the race. But for me, a couple things that I thought were was interesting was over these three races, as much as the tracks were easy, it was difficult for teams and tuners to address motorcycles to see which way they're going to go which is unique in our sport usually when you go to supercross race it's it's fairly straightforward they know what they're doing you go to an outdoor race it's fairly straightforward you know what which direction you're going these three races really upset a lot of that which for me is pretty cool as a fan a lot of variants yep um second thing for me that i noticed what i can never get over and i've seen it many many times is when these top riders do these things that they haven't done all fucking day and night, and then they uncork these fucking these combos during the race. As a racer, I can't explain how hard and gnarly that is. To do it under pressure when it's time to go race, you have no idea how it's gonna, your bike's going to react when you do it, and they do it, and they, it, it, they do it clean. Like, Jet did it during the day. I saw him do it. Onto the table. Yep. Yep. Maybe Chase, I don't know. But then they fucking all do it. Like Kenny said on the on the podium, he's like, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> but I had to. Yeah. I didn't want to do it. I waited a few laps. He's like, as I got older, it takes me a few more laps to just do something, which for me is, is so awesome to hear. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I'm getting older. I got to think about this shit. But instead of thinking about it, like us idiots that go to these tracks, hey, I'm not going to do this jump. I'll do it next time I come. Not these dudes. They're taking four laps and then doing it. Sometimes I don't do a jump. I didn't jump the fucking double. I'll do it next time. <laughs> These dudes are doing it yeah. on the moment in the fucking five hundred thousand a million dollar race. Heat of the moment, yeah. It's unbelievable to me. Yeah, because everybody started pulling the trigger. Pretty cool. Stu I, would do that all the time. Yeah, like just undo these. Save something. I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> so that's what makes great riders great. And if you race a dirt bike, you can appreciate that. And that's what our sport is lacking: is 
our broadcasters aren't getting through to the people enough about what the fuck those guys are doing. Like, relate that to something when you're talking on the broadcast. You know, even the casual fan that rides, they know, they ride, they've been to a motocross track. Hey, you know that double that you can't do or you want to do but you don't do? Well, <laughs> take that in consideration. These what these guys are fucking doing. Mm-hmm. Like, unbelievable. Like, Deegan's post-race conference, I don't know, man. It's rough. <laughs> He's not great it's on not, the mic. It's not great. No. I did an interview with him last night before his press conference, and I was like, I don't even know what to do with it. It's just, he seems yeah, like dog. he just doesn't really want to, he's just like his basic uh, general answer as he can give. JT's asked him a question. His answer has nothing to do with yep. the fucking question. He did that to me a few times, too. I don't like, know if I he's understand just, you're 17. I get it. Yeah. But Brian should know how to do it. He's a fucking marketing guy. Yeah, I don't know if he's just not listening or if he's got uh, these just stock answers. And maybe we're asking too much. Like, the kid's fast. I mean, he needs to do what he's going to do, and we just want him to be a better interviewer, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't was. I don't know, man. It's tough to listen to. People love it. He gets gets the clicks. Here's another thing for me, too, real quick. And And, again, I'm nobody, but, like, you won a championship, right? And your first thing out of your mouth on the podium, you say, yeah, this is for the haters. <laughs> like, why would you do that? You have an opportunity to to not even give the people that hate you, you can give them the middle finger by not even acknowledging them like it's never happened mm-hmm. and be like, hey, man, I had a great year. It's unbelievable feeling. Like, I can't describe what this means to me. I come from a heritage of, 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 a, of dirt bikers. You know, Brian's dad rode, Brian, and... Maybe just be more real, you know? Maybe I don't want to follow on my dad's footsteps. Everyone wanted me to ghost ride the bike, but I didn't want to. Let's talk about that because you know that's out there. Yeah. I actually asked him, like, were you just tired of hearing that because it really wasn't important? And then he goes, yeah, yeah, I didn't even know that I won. That's why I didn't do it. Yeah, I wasn't sure. So he didn't really answer, was he tired of it? He just because it just felt like it was a stock answer he had prepared. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Kid's unbelievable. Like, yeah, he's, he's insanely talented. And talented. Nice kid. Honestly, he's a nice he, kid. He is a nice kid. Yeah. I've met him before. In the airport, coming yeah. back from Loretta's with mm-hmm. Christy, yep. and not, like I was yeah. expecting a little dickhead. No, not he, at all. He's not super respectful. I yes. like him. Yeah. I, he's just not a great interview, but he's probably maybe he'll work in. Kind of, he's probably kind of over it already too. It's all it's always on camera. Yeah, that's true. But you can't be over it when your shit's just starting. No, you're right. But it's just, I'm sure yeah, we're just not in the shoes. We and can't. Maybe really... he shouldn't even care because he's such a marketing tool anyway. So like right. I don't know. Um, can we just touch that they put the futures on before the race even started? All stars. Yeah. It's not futures. Whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> I know. I they see. don't like it when you say futures in SMX. Yeah. But here's the thing: you put the sixty fives in the middle of the motos. You put the super Triumph. super minis in the Triumph, middle of the yeah. motos. I didn't know that was happening either. Like they had the KTM juniors at this one, which Triumph. Yeah, that was a little strange. Well, but here's the thing: like that's the future of the sport. Those are the kids that are going to be on this stage next year. I don't in know why. Two they, years. I mean, I know they had some things in the middle of the program. Maybe that's why they clipped it for the middle. But like to me, this would was probably the most exciting amateur one of all yeah, three of them, yeah. right? Right. And you put them at the beginning before there's hardly anybody in the stadium, which I mean, like I luckily I turned it on Peacock before the actual broadcast started at seven. And I was like, oh, shit, they're racing? Oh, they're showing it on the pre-race thing on yes. Peacock. Yeah, Peacock, yeah. Yeah. So even the national broadcast didn't get it. Right. They put it on the cock. Well, it, we didn't even see any of the, tri- the Triumph stuff. Oh, look, there's Ricky on a bike, and we're going over here. Like, Wow. Well, I don't know how many people want to watch that. I mean, the people that are there, but, yeah, it was, I mean, 
to go off of that, the Triumph thing was, I think, was kind of cool because Ricky and Stanton were there riding it, and uh, it finally gets unveiled from. Look at you people. Unveiled? I've been unveiled. getting unveiled. You said that twice. Unveil. I said unveil. You said earlier too. Yeah, unveil like meat. Yep. Unveil. 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 Thank you. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, for me, these people that are hating on Triumph, to the haters. Okay. Talk about the haters. It's just a KTM. Damn, dog. It's just a KTM or, you know, their marketing thing sucks. Like, I don't understand why people are so fucking angry or just want to voice their opinion on negative stuff. Like, if you're a a rider, no matter, a fan of sport, if you just ride dirt bikes, you should be happy that another brand is coming out to help this sport grow, regardless of what it is. We don't even know if it's good or bad or what. But everyone hates certain things. I get, I see more like negative than like positive. And for me, this whole rollout, sure. Do I agree with it? No. But I'll take what I want out of it. Like it's kind of cool that they're trying to make it technical based when they started rolling these videos out. But also I knew, hey, it's way too spaced out. Like you're taking too long. I get it. I understand it. But like, can we just all calm down? Like, (laughs) It's just a fucking KTM. Look at the engine, Kiefer. Uh, you're paid and bought for. Look at the fucking swing arm. Like, if I was paid and bought for and it was a fucking KTM, I would say nothing. I would not say anything. That's paid and bought for. But if I'm telling you guys it's not a fucking KTM, it's not a fucking KTM. Okay, it's a gas gas. But there is, I mean, I see why people sure are has. saying it. Okay, it's a husky, Jesus. Sorry. I see why people are saying it's a KTM. I can understand <laughs> it, but you don't know yet. Relax. I don't, I don't know what you can say about that. Weren't there some casts that they, like, they got some old trial? I don't know anything you, about you it. You don't know, okay. I don't know anything about it. Okay. I just know. That people talk shit. Yeah. That people need to that's relax. The, I mean, that's what we do these days. We talk shit. Like, I didn't think the marketing campaign was great either. Right, but, but and we talked about that on my show. But it's like, yeah, it, it's still another motorcycle. There's going to be other riders that have contracts that get to ride it. It's good for us. It's good for the business. Keep them coming. Well, not only that, some guy hit me. I was like, I'm not going to buy that thing. Their marketing was fucking stupid. <laughs> so you're not buying a mar- a, bike a based motorcycle on the based on how they rolled it yeah, out. What if it's the greatest thing ever? What the fuck <laughs> is wrong stupid. with you? He's an idiot. A straight idiot. Like, just calm down. Like, I've said some dumb shit in my time. Yeah. But, and, these are, but then I retract. I'm like, that was stupid. But like, these are also the people that are going to go on Vital and do a thread and talk easy. all this. Hold on. And talk all oh, this yeah, shit. <laughs> Listen. And talk all this shit, but they will never say it to anyone's face. Do you go on Vital? Do I ever go on Vital? I mean, form? Yeah, not as much as ML wants me to, but I I kind of struggle with it. I don't go on much. Yeah. And, and for the most part, it's okay, but you got the idiots, right? Right. There's always this, those two or three trolls that just always have something to say, and it's yeah. like... Who are you? Come say it to my face, mm-hmm. and let's have a conversation. They will not because they're chicken shit. Heather's, Heather's blowing it down right now. She is. I'm just being real. Unveil. No, She just unveiled her opinions. You unveiled it. Unveil. Unveil. It's like unveiling your bride when you lift the veil. I don't up. like the veil on the bride. I think it's lame. I want to see your face. You're you're hiding something from me before I marry yeah. you. <laughs> I want to see your face. I didn't have. If a you're veil. hiding before well, I'm married, imagine what you're going to hide when I'm married to you. That's fucked. I had a veil, it's but I didn't Heather. have it over my. I didn't have it over my it's face. Fucked. Yeah. It was in the back. We watched our wedding uh, the other night. Yeah. Was we it? Went, we went what did you think when you watched it back? What were your thoughts? Was it like emotional? No. It was no? funny. We all laughed. We were laughing. Ulrich is there. Him and Anna just had the baby. Baby's in a stroller. 
we got offered up a a three way, actually yeah, a four way. Four way. Oh, nice. Some guy came up to us and said, hey, at the you, wedding. He's like, "Hey, there's a hotel key," and we're like, eh. "Room three three oh nine. Now we're all good, man. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the life you've lived. <sighs> so that's our LA wrap up. That's what went down this weekend. Everybody, we I never do these shows, but you guys are up my ass on what happens. Here it is. Uh, there will be something about. The Kawasaki 50th anniversary deal up on racerxonline.com this week. There will be a SMX best and worst up on pulpmx.com this week. We are doing a Suzuki intro this week. We are doing a 2024 YZ250F intro this week. We are doing a KTM 450 versus 350 video this week. 350. Okay. Dark side votes 350. If you're around, you could do this show with me. And then I'm working on, this is something I just thought up there today, and I've talked about this before, but I'm going to pitch this to all of the motocross media. Are you ready? I'm ready. I am going to, I don't do shootouts. Yep. But I'm going to do a 450 all-star shootout. I'm going to have one guy from each magazine, and we're all going to get together for one day and ride a 450s, and we're all going to collectively pick our bikes and do an all-star shootout. I don't know if El Motocross Action will do it because I think Jody will have a problem with it, but I think Michael will do it because how we're going to do it, how I'm going to pitch it is like you're going to have one guy from each media um, outlet. Um, we're going to meet at a track. We're all going to do a normal shootout, but then you can promote your own shootout within this video because Racer X is pretty neutral. We don't mm-hmm. care. Right, right. Like, I'm fine. Sure. You want to go to Vital MX shootout? Go ahead. You want to go to Motocross Action shootout? That's fine. Promote your shootout, but also we want to hear what your pick is for best bikes. And do an all-star shootout. I think it'll be cool. It doesn't affect the brand shootout because you're going to have many, many guys do your shootout. But we get one guy, like the head guy for me. So we'll get like a Moseman for MXA. We'll get whoever from Vital. If it's Michael. It'll be Michael, yeah. Um, me from Racer X Keyfring Testing. Uh, Cycle News, you can get Ryan Nitson uh, from yep. Cycle News. Uh, Mark Tilly from Dirt Bike. Mm-hmm. We can get Caleb Tennant for uh, Moto X Online. We can get Chris Johnson from Verb Moto. And just get a slew, slew of getting, dudes. Are you getting Dirt Rider or no? Oh, yeah, Dirt Rider. Sorry. We'll get, um, help me out. Megamind? No. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Why am I blanking? Sorry. I know. Bad. What's horrible? That guy from Dirt Rider. <laughs> And just, let's do it. Let's do an all-star shootout. Tell me how you guys feel. Hit me up, Chris at keyforinktesting.com. I I think the manufacturers will be down with it. It's never been done. I'm trying to do something different. It'll be fun. You can hear from each media brand. If you're a loyal MXA guy, fuck it. Go to racerxonline.com. Hear about what your guy has to say. Mm-hmm. And they can promote motocross action. Jody, someone from motocross action, if you're listening, get him on board. It's good for everybody. Well, that, yeah, it'd be Josh, right? And you can even put. Let's. You want to put it on your website? Go ahead. It doesn't have to be a Racer X Online thing, but it's going to go up on Racer X Online. You can put it over on your website, your YouTube channel, because they're going to try to say, no, I can't have my brand on Racer X because you're going to get everything. Like, fuck off. Like, let's all just calm down. Can't we all get along? Your viewers are going to be your viewers. My viewers are going to be my viewers. Like, relax. I think a lot of viewers view all of it anyway. Exactly. They take it it's, all it's in. It's a fucking car accident. Yeah. Everyone's going to look. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah, I, I agree. I like the idea. Like, I, I don't know. If, if how Vital has a feel, shootout, but... 
I'm a consumer. I'm going to Vital Shootout. Oh, look, Motocross Action has a shootout. I'm going to go. I'm going to watch every single one. Mm -hmm. You're going to get the views. Let's do this. Collectively, as motocross media, it could be exciting and fun and never done. Let's do I'm it. I'm in. That's our show. We're going to awesome. go. we got to go to birthday parties. It's Sunday. i got to watch football. Uh, thank you, Darkside. Yeah, thanks for Good having luck me. this week on uh, the show. You're going to need it. I believe so. Uh, Heather, thank you you're for uh, showing me what you're showing me right now. That's awesome. Yeah, I got, Appreciate the, bad, I got the bad angle. Yep. Yeah, you do. You're, I got the you're in the host chair. I got the good angle. I am the host. I should get down. I mean, uh, to be honest. There's no bad angle on your wife. And if you have a, a wife that it's Sunday and you know they wear boy shorts around, that's the that's the most favorite time for a guy. Boy shorts. Boy shorts are good. No bra and a t shirt. That's a good time. Yeah. That's what Heather's in right now in the seat. Well they're not boy the shorts, they're just little shorts. They're just teeny shorts. Right. What if I walked around with my ass cheek hanging out a little bit? Would that be okay? <laughs> not, not it's not as attractive though, right? <laughs> you remember when Dark Side got really weird when um, Greg and I were naked up in the... I was not there. <laughs> she remembers the story, though. <laughs> Everybody remembers the story. That's all Greg talks about, by the way. Yeah. He's oh. like, we should get Dark Side back up in there, do that trail ride again, just so I could get naked. I'm like, I don't think Dark Side would go with you, Greg. No, we need to do the trail ride again, because I need to redeem myself. For I tried to take you on a mountain bike ride this morning. Well, I was not ready for that after a few hours sleep. I was going to take you angle. on the flowy side. Yeah. Hour and a half. You're going to get all pissy, but like I, I rode my mountain bike at home the other day, and my, with my ankle as weak as it is, every little bump hurts. How are you riding a dirt bike then? Well, I put them in the Tech 10s. It's got a lot more support than a tennis ah. shoe. Okay. Well, thank you for joining me. Support our advertisers on the show. They're great people, great products. If you want to get some merch, hit up Heather at KeferingTesting.com. Go to our shop on our website. There's plenty of stuff. Darkside refused a sweater today. Did not. It's he false. refused it. I asked him. He's like, I don't want it. I did. That's not the case. I just. How said are we doing with merch, Heather? Heather, Howard. don't flip me off. I Put said that I have like closer. seven. How are we doing with merch? Oh, good. I have We're like okay. seven hoodies already. Do you? Really this isn't a hoodie. It's not a hoodie. Okay, I said I'd take it. I no, vitalmx.com. No. Go there and check oh out their merch. Oh my god, you guys are assholes. How how's Vitals merch going? You don't have any. Yeah, I don't think we have. Can't any. get it. Not not Ashy. available. Yeah, I, I got totally distracted. <laughs> she stood up. All right. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. We'll see Time you. To go. Uh, we'll see you next week. We're talking about the 2024 YZ250F. See you when we see you. Bye.